Welcome to this week's DigiTalk News Podcast with security, analytics, data centers, and yes, digital technologies all being featured. Additionally, there's an extra DigiTalk podcast this week focusing on recent technology developments in the healthcare sector. Starting with security, the majority of executives, 87% around the world, cite untrained staff as the greatest cyber risk to their business. This is according to a new report from the Cybersecurity Imperative, a global thought leadership program produced by independent researcher ESI Thought Lab in conjunction with Willis Taz Watson and other organizations specialized in cybersecurity and risk management. Compounding this finding is the fact that staff training is ranked among the categories to have made the least progress when measured against the National Institute of Standards and Technology Cybersecurity Framework. For the cybersecurity imperative, ESI Thought Lab surveyed 1,300 organizations with revenues ranging from under 1 billion to over 50 billion across multiple industries spanning APAC, Europe, US, Canada, and Latin America. The research also identified the most common types of attacks to include malware and spyware and phishing, with external unsophisticated hackers and cyber criminals identified as the next biggest external threats. Meanwhile, Thycotic has released the findings from its 2018 VMworld survey of more than 250 IT operations professionals, which looked into their experiences in using cybersecurity tools on a daily basis, including their concerns and preferences. Thycotic's report is designed to help overcome the obstacles that divide IT operations and cybersecurity functions, and to promote better security practices for all organizations. According to the findings, even though IT operations personnel help influence the selection of cybersecurity tools, nearly two out of three say complexity in deployment and complexity in daily use are the biggest hindrances in security tool effectiveness. Security tools that are complex to deploy and difficult to use on a daily basis can negatively impact the tool's effectiveness, said Joseph Carson, Chief Security Scientist at Thycotic. He continued, if IT ops does not adopt and even embrace a security tool, it risks becoming a waste of time and money while failing to adequately protect critical information assets. Moving on to analytics, it seems that as companies aggressively invest in a future driven by intelligence rather than just more analytics, business and IT decision makers are increasingly frustrated by the complexity, bottlenecks and uncertainty of today's enterprise analytics, according to a survey of senior leaders at enterprise size organizations from around the world. The survey, conducted by independent technology market research firm Vanson Bourne on behalf of Teradata, found significant roadblocks for enterprises looking to use intelligence across the organization. Many senior leaders agree that, while they are buying analytics, those investments aren't necessarily resulting in the answers they are seeking. They cited three foundational challenges to making analytics more pervasive in their organization. Number one, analytics technology is too complex. Number two, users don't have access to all the data they need. And number three, unicorn data scientists are a bottleneck. And where does all this data sit? In a data center, of course. And the demand for data center space shows no sign of slowing down. Green Mountain has awarded Schneider Electric a significant order to deliver data center infrastructure to support increased capacity at its two Norwegian sites in Telemark and Stavanger. The modular solution being provided by Schneider Electric incorporates the latest innovations in air 
economized cooling, as well as high efficiency UPS with lithium ion battery backup. Staying with data center news, NTT Communications is to develop a new data center campus in the UK through eShelter, a subsidiary of NTT. eShelter has now secured full planning permission, which will enable work to start on the development of a new data center campus in Dagenham, East London. The new campus will be known as UK London One Data Centre and will provide up to 24,000 square metres of IT space and a 60 megawatt IT load once fully deployed. The project also involves Gyron, the entity com-owned UK operator, which is currently being integrated with eShelter to create a combined pan-European operating platform. Moving on to storage, and the Detroit Symphony Orchestra has selected Scale Computing's HC3 platform to underpin its IT infrastructure. Looking to simplify IT management while remaining cost-effective, the Detroit Symphony Orchestra decided to pursue a hyper-converged platform and opted for Scale Computing's HC3 cluster. The appliance has no additional software to license, and no training is needed. In addition, the HC3 solution is built in a scale-out architecture where nodes can be added, allowing for future growth in capacity demands. I felt like I was saving from the start. Scale Computing's HC3 solution was easy, simple and a non-profit organization's dream. All I had to do was unbox the product and place on a rack. It was ready to go, comments Jody Harper, Director of IT at the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. HC3 is the best product I've ever purchased as an IT professional. We want to be ahead of the curve and hyperconvergence has enabled us to do just that. In other news, digital payments are experiencing a boom driven by developing markets. According to the World Payments Report 2018, launched by Capgemini and BNP Paribas, However, the innovation landscape in payments is uncertain as big tech entrants make their presence felt and incumbents face technical and regulatory complexity in the development of new collaborative payments ecosystems between themselves and fintechs. The report finds that it will take more than bank-led initiatives to grow the new payments landscape. The broader financial services community, including public sector organisations, regulators and third parties, must determine their new roles and work together with large payment users to ensure a smooth, balanced and robust payments ecosystem development. And finally, Oracle and the World Bee Project have announced a world-first approach to understanding the declines of honeybee populations and helping to protect them. The new program uses cloud technology to better understand honeybees, the world's most important single species of pollinator in agricultural ecosystems. The World Bee Project Hive Network will remotely collect data using a network of connected beehives. The data will then be fed into Oracle's cloud, which will use analytics tools, including AI and data visualization, to give researchers new insights into the relationships between honeybees and their environments. The World Bee Project Hive network will allow researchers to listen to the honeybees, analyzing intricate acoustic data captured inside the smart hives, including the movement of bees' wings and feet. Combined with other precision measurements, including temperature, humidity and honey yield, researchers will be able to closely monitor bee colonies, detecting patterns and predicting behaviours. This will enable conservationists and beekeepers to take action to protect colonies, such as preventing swarming at the wrong time of year or removing predators like the invasive Asian hornet. The value of the data is in informing beekeepers of various different states of the colony throughout the year to aid colony management. As for this week's song choice, 
ignoring the obvious temptation to select a Bee Gees track, was still spoilt for choice, with the shortlist including Honey Bee by Muddy Waters, I'm a King Bee by the Rolling Stones, and Bumblebee Sting Me by Wilson Pickett. However, the winning song is Gary Moore's What Would You Rather Be or a Wasp? <laughs> 